Fame is the ultimate in human achievement, that there is no more absolute measure of a person's worth than the attainment of celebrity. We imagine that the famous not only have achieved a unique social status, but actually have triumphed over the exigencies of the human condition. The gods have smiled upon them, granting them special gifts, extraordinary beauty, talent, intelligence, wisdom, which we assume have set them free from the relentless self-doubts and desperate strivings that afflict the rest of us. They have arrived at a special state of grace. Human beings have always needed to believe in heroes who appear to have triumphed over the hardships of life. Our current fascination with the real-life heroes whose images are transmitted to us through the modern media serves much the same psychological function as the more traditional fascination with fairy tale heroes whose images dominated human cultural life through the simpler medium of storytelling for thousands of years. But unlike the media-generated idols of today, fairy tale heroes were not real human beings living in the real world. They were symbolic figures, sometimes in non-human form, living in an enchanted land quite different in character from the world we actually inhabit. Their heroic exploits were symbolic representations of man's struggle to overcome the obstacles to happiness in the real world. The scholar Max Luthi suggests that the fairy tale is a universe in miniature which portrays men in confrontation with the world. The fairy tale hero confronts terrifying dangers and solves impossible problems in a journey toward the attainment of the ultimate rewards of life, marriage with the prince or princess, kingship or gold and jewels. Such tales of personal triumph, told by generation after generation, inspired much the same sense of awe and enchantment in the members of traditional cultures that our preoccupation with the famous brings to our lives today. They were tales about people who were as beautiful, wise, and fortunate as human beings could be, and who moved towards and gained an absolute worth in life. It strikes me that media-generated stories about the famous play a remarkably similar role in our lives today. We, like our ancestors, are fascinated with news about people who are as beautiful, wise, and fortunate as human beings could be, and who appear to have arrived at the pinnacle of success. In the traditional fairy tale, it is ascendancy to the throne that signifies the greatest imaginable triumph of the human soul. In the real world of today, it is fame that has become the symbol of ultimate success and self-realization and images of the famous convey to us what the fairy tale once promised, that we too can become kings and queens or lords of our own destinies, that we can seize possibilities and opportunities to transform ourselves and our worlds. But the eminent psychoanalyst Bruno Bettelheim reminds us of a profound difference between fairy tale heroes and our real-life contemporary idols. As symbolic representations of man, fairy tale heroes are by nature one-dimensional figures who lack the complexity that characterizes real human beings. In fairy tales, the difference between good and bad characters is oversimplified, making it easier for the listener to identify with the good and reject the bad. Writing about fairy tales as a time-honored medium for the entertainment and instruction of children 
Bettelheim points out that presenting polarities of character permits the child to comprehend easily the difference between good and bad fairy tale characters, which he could not do as readily were the figures drawn more true to life. Because of my father's celebrity, I have had an unusual opportunity to observe the way in which modern fairy tales are constructed around real-life people who have achieved fame. An idealized and oversimplified image is generated by the media with the help of the celebrity and the eagerly receptive public, an image with which people can easily identify and from which they can draw vicarious strength and inspiration. But such images are not realistic representations of human beings. On the contrary, they conceal the real complexity of the people around whom they are constructed. It is hard for us to accept that our most beloved celebrities are as complicated and difficult to really know as the rest of us, that their personalities contain as many contradictions as our own. It is difficult to believe that those who appear dazzlingly self-confident in public or in the demonstration of their extraordinary talents can also feel frightened, vulnerable, and inadequate in their personal lives and that the most celebrated are as plagued as the rest of us by serious difficulties in living and relating, despite their charisma, their astounding abilities, and their awe-inspiring achievements. We cherish the magical excitement and the profound reassurance that our idealization of celebrities brings to our lives, and we fear that greater insight into their human vulnerabilities will deprive the magic of its power. Is there any compelling reason, then, for us to push past this fear and look more closely at the distortion inherent in our idolizations? When we substitute the glorified images of real human beings for the symbolic heroes of old, we pay a seldom-recognized price. No one is deceived by fairy tales into believing that a small child could literally be as brave and resourceful as Jack the Giant Killer or that a young woman could be as uniquely beautiful and pure as Snow White, or as exquisitely sensitive as the princess in the story of the princess and the pea. However, when fairy tales are constructed around the images of contemporary celebrities, our perception of reality is distorted, and we embrace a deception. We allow ourselves to believe that the people behind illustrious public images are exactly like and every bit as admirable as their public representations would make them seem. We are convinced that we can know the famous intimately through our experience of their appearances or performances in public or through the splendor of their creative works. But this is, of course, an illusion. Real human beings, no matter how attractive, gifted, or celebrated, can never be as one-dimensional or as easy to know as the imaginary heroes of the fairy tale. The true emotional complexity of our idols is blocked from our awareness by our powerful need to believe in such purely heroic figures. I have always been amazed at the conviction with which people have maintained their image of my father as a person. The intimate quality and tone of his writing, combined with his personal charisma, suggested to his admirers that in his most intimate relationships Dad must have been exactly as he seemed in his books and in his public persona. Yet this image of him was inevitably more one-dimensional than a real person could possibly be. It obscured the true complexity of the man.
The cost of such distortion, I believe, is that people have compared themselves to the idealized image of my father, as they have to countless other celebrities, in a way that the heroic figures in the fairy tale never invited the listener to do. It has always been clear to me that many of my father's admirers held themselves to be less successful than he was, not only as thinkers, but also as human beings. This awareness led me to realize how often in modern life we compare ourselves to the glorified images of the famous and feel diminished personally by the comparison. We are deceived into believing that some members of our species have transcended all that is least admirable in human nature to represent only the best and most sublime, forgetting a fundamental truth about what it means to be human that we are all, including our idols, a complicated mixture of the most and the least heroic qualities common to our species. It would never occur to most people that even a person of my father's great wisdom and charisma suffered as much as the rest of us from the conflicts and contradictions that plague the human psyche. I was exposed at an early age to the kind of fairy tale imagery that heightens the magical aura of a public figure and distracts us from the more human underside of the person we revere. Both my mother and father loved to tell stories about their early lives that depicted them as being very like figures in a fairy tale who had transcended experiences of childhood rejection to find idyllic romantic love with each other and to ascend together to the modern-day equivalent of the throne, fame. The real story of my father's childhood lent itself readily to such tales of enchantment, since he never knew who his biological father was, and actually imagined in his youth that this mysterious person might have been a member of the Danish royal family. How often...